To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. So probably not a huge surprise, but our court system's in crisis. We've got new data shows wait times for serious high court criminal trials has risen to 23 months. Should we call that, I don't know, two years? Uh, While the number of family court applications waiting longer than two years has more than doubled since 2017. The National Party Court spokesperson Chris Pink's with us. Chris, morning. Morning, Mike. How much do they blame COVID? I bet you they blame COVID for all of this. <laughs> Almost entirely. Truth be told, the uh, situation's been de- uh, you know, deteriorating big time since 2017. Long-standing issues, to be fair, including uh, you know, back further than that, but it's got a lot worse under their watch. COVID's only part of it. The trend was already down before that. Do we have any indication to how much the system has been gamed by lawyers and people who want to game it? Well, I think the answer is that there's always opportunities in a system that's not well set up for people to take advantage. Um, but the reality is that in some settings where actually that isn't the case, for example, the coroner's court, uh, you know, you talked before about not wanting to have to go to court, and that's, that's entirely reasonable. It's a bit like the dentist, you don't want to have to go. But it's important, you know, in the coroner's court, we've got families waiting uh, over five years for an answer what sudden death uh, happened to their loved one. Mm-hmm. You know, those number of families has jumped from 75 to 189. Uh, since 2017. So it's just a big blowout and there's always an element of gaming or taking advantage, but the system allows it. There's been nothing done to 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 you know, make sure we've got a better way of, of enabling families to get justice. Much and the reason quickly. nothing's been done, as far as I can work out, is William Sear, who's leaving, of course, politics, but is no longer Minister of the Courts. As Minister of the Courts, and this is the fascinating insight you've been able to glean, between April and June of last year, he dedicated his ministerial diary nine hours and 15 minutes to the topic. He's not interested. Yeah, exactly. A whole quarter uh, and, and less than 10 hours into a real crisis area uh, for this government and actually more important for this country. Uh, so, you know, plenty of time on other portfolios and, and that's fine. Uh, other things are important too. But the reality is Labour hasn't put a priority on that, either from the last guy or, dare I say it, the, the much vaunted cabinet reshuffle, the promotion of uh, new talents and bread and butter issues. Well, this is a pretty important issue for a lot of New Zealanders. Uh, and um, we've got a, the new chap, lovely guy, by the way, Reno Terekasane, um, but he's never been a minister before. He's lowly ranked. He's outside cabinet. Uh, and goodness knows what kind of difference he's going to be allowed to make either. Does this go to their broader justice view? Andrew's little view, you let people out of prison, you go easy. Is, is this all part of this overarching ideology they've got? Well, a little bit of that. But, but some of it's actually just flat out incompetence, to be honest, or, or lack of attention to that uh, bread and butter issues. Because, you know, there is an element where, um, you know, people who, uh, you know, particularly victims who have been subject to something uh, really awful that's happened to them, they wait to tell their story, they wait longer, they wait longer. Uh, I presume that at some level there's an argument from someone who's been accused of a crime that they've already done their time waking up. Uh, to, to, to be heard and having their life put on hold uh, and that they shouldn't then have the jail time at the end of that because they've actually been in custody all that time. And actually, maybe sometimes that's a reasonable argument. You know, we've got people who are entitled to be uh, presumed uh, innocent till proven guilty and they don't get the chance to prove it one way or the other. So we all lose out. Do you fix it? Is it easily fixed with just resource or is it more complicated than that? Well, actually, I don't think resources are key. I mean, obviously, more resources help. You can always throw more money uh, at a problem. But as we've seen in other areas of government policy, uh, that doesn't make it better, sometimes worse, if you've got, uh, you know, the health restructuring taking us all backwards, for example. But in the court's place, there are some pretty easy, quick ones they could get. And number one, they can use technology a lot better. Uh, so we've got audio-visual links can be used. That's, you know, you use Zoom or your Skype or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and the crazy thing is, under COVID, they actually allowed some of the stuff to, to free things up a little bit, which was the right move. And we said, good on you, we support you in that. Uh, but how about we make it permanent because the problem isn't going away? And they said, no, we need a bit more time to consult and consider about that. These are major changes. Well, the major changes are needed. Uh, you can have the courts open a lot uh, more of the time. I mean, how many businesses or operations uh, that were really battling to survive uh, wouldn't open on the weekends exactly. or in the evenings? Courts are, you know, it's gentleman hours. Uh, and then you've got other other ways of you know just solving disputes as well, and they just don't have the imagination or the impetus or seem to be interested enough to do anything about it. Appreciate it very much, Chris. Chris Pink, who is the National Party's court spokesperson. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.